the playoffs? Yeah. We'll talk about playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. We played them the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. Listen, we talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. We talking about practice. It's the All Pro Bros, yo. It's sports show where we put you in the know of who are the bros and the misses, the losers, to those scared to win, those in the game. To the match, Ali Uber with the crew. Every test to bring you. Every virgin statistic, you caught up over your mystic. You removed the decisions, the opinions, the blow with the whistle, the flops, the foul, and all of the issues. Every punch, every kick, every throw, every switch, every leap, every flip, every run, every twist. Break it down in history. Each loss, each victory. Those in the winner's circle. To the losers bracket, every Gretzky, Brady, Ripkin, Jordan, and Matthew. Whether it's a field goal or a shot in the basket. Going for the gold or home runs. Gonna talk that talk, shoot with the pros, the All Pro Pro Sports Show. Hey yo, what's going on people? You are now tuned to another episode of the All Pro Pro Sports Show. This is your homeboy, Triple. It's your boy, Big Red. Yeah, there's only two of us again this week, but it's all good. We got a few things to cover. Some interesting stories. Just a few. So NFL week number 13 was a good one, as always. Many amazing games, uh, but we're just going to focus on our local team tonight because this set sets the precedence for the AFC going for the rest of the uh, of the season, pretty much, right? And and you know, and the Patriots are not just number one in the AFC East, but on top of the entire division. So on top of the AFC, yes, exactly. So. The Patriots schedule, they have a bye week this coming week. Uh, well, yeah, this coming week. And then after that, they'll be facing Tennessee. Um, no, they already faced Tennessee. They're facing uh, uh, Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Sorry, facing Indianapolis. Then they're facing the Bills again, the Jaguars, and close out the season with Miami. So I'm not going to say they can't win, win at least three out of these four or four out of the four, but any given Sunday, you know what I'm saying? Especially with Miami, yeah. who's an okay team. I'm not going to say they're a dumpster fire, but they'll play as hard either way because we're divisional rivals. So let's start with the game from Monday night. Um, I describe it as underwhelming because it was, it was really was the weather. The weather impacted it. Uh, I want to get your two cents. I want to get your red rant, so to speak, on the game. Um, from from what from what I can tell, both teams it was hard for both teams because it's the weather, and so my mom always says, you know, uh, for for each team, weather's gonna be a factor no matter what. Um, so both both teams, uh, both teams were giving it their all. They're doing what they're supposed to do, and from uh and from there, the funny thing is, I think everybody was harping on. Mac Jones were only throwing three passes the whole entire game. So my thing is, I'm actually not. I'm actually okay with that because again, with 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 um with with Gustin wins coming up against you like that one, I actually understand why the game plan was you're only gonna throw the ball three times. Okay, that's just what the that's just what the game plan was, and that's what he did. He executed. What he was supposed to do, 
So so kudos to Mac Jones for following the game plan and actually um taking out um taking out the game or t- uh, winning the game in really inclement weather. So kudos kudos to those guys. It's a whole team effort. And especially kudos to the running backs because that 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 put a lot of pressure on them to try to hold not only you know try to literally pun intended carry the game, um, but being able to actually do their assignment and everything else. That's true. I mean, fourteen to ten defenses on both teams, if anything, also helped to carry the game. Um, right. I mean, Josh Allen was throwing a lot. But let's actually dive deeper into his percentages, shall we? Uh, Because honestly, just because he threw a lot doesn't mean his accuracy was there during the game. So that's important to look at. So I'm going to put it up right now because as we discussed last week, Josh Allen is a really good player. You know, he is. No one to sneeze at. You know what I'm saying? Very talented player. Like 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 uh like um um Stephen A would say he's no scrub, he's he's a he's a great player, and let, let's give kudos for where kudos is. Josh Allen, Josh Allen's a dog. He knows how to ball. Exactly. So let's take a look at it versus the Patriots on um, week thirteen. So he had fifteen completions with thirty attempts for one hundred forty four one hundred forty five excuse me yards. Threw for one touchdown. He was sacked twice. Um, and overall, he had a 75% rating, um, passer rating in this past game. So, little underwhelming, but at the same time, um, he threw more attempts than what uh, Mac Jones did. Now, here, funny story. So, I saw this on social media. Someone was upset that. Uh, another analyst was saying that Mac Jones is in the top five of quarterbacks right now. They got upset at that. Why? <laughs> they didn't give any reason. They they thought that was a trash comment. In my oh opinion, my if we're talking the rookie quarterbacks, he's the best out of all of them right now. Oh, That's- hands down. Absolutely. Now, if we're talking the overall league, I personally won't put him in the top five. Top ten. Oh yeah, at least at least I'll I'll give him at least like maybe anywhere be- anywhere between um um six and um six and eight. Yeah, overall. I'm still gonna say even though the Patriots fan Josh Allen was the better quarterback in the NFL because of experience. Then of course you got yes. like Aaron Rodgers and Kyler Murray. You know, um, who else could we add to that list? You know, who else? Who else? Tom Brady. Uh, I would say homie from the Ravens, but that's a whole other oh, conversation. Uh, <laughs> uh, Carr? No, no, no. He's with the Raiders. Even him. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you mean, oh, you mean Lamar Jackson? Yeah, I would. If this was like six, seven weeks ago, I would have put Carr and Lamar Jackson in the top 10, but not right now. You know, not even looking at records or percentages, just the way those guys are playing. Dak Prescott, I'll put him in the top 10, but at number 10 because the Cowboys aren't doing that well, you know, right now. They're still, once again, at the top of the league, but as we said last week, we both agreed they'll probably have problems in the playoffs. Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, with back to the Patriots and the Bills, 
Another thing I noticed was besides the Patriots utilizing more of a run game, um, it was once again not just the well the doink was was a problem once again, but that win factor they were not able to properly go with the wind when they were doing field goals or extra points. Absolutely. Because the Bills Absolutely. had at least two field goals that went <laughs> away from the goalposts. Right, 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 right. Because, um, again, it's kind of hard. Well, a lot of people don't realize it's kind of hard to try to adjust your game plan with the weather. So, like I said, Kudos, um, kudos to the game plan and um, the, uh, the coaches doing the game plan and the players actually executing that game plan. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because before, it was snowing, too. That was the other thing. Right. You know, they had the, like, the, uh, the pregame show and stuff like that on ESPN. It was snowing. So I was like, yo, it's supposed to be a snowball out here. But by the time they actually started playing, it was more or less like lots of wind. It was cold. And it seemed to, like, turn to rain, you know. Right. So they nonetheless they did a good job in the best they can, considering the inclement weather they was playing in. Because we right. always say, real football players play in inclement weather. <laughs> right, right. So, so moving on, let's talk about because it's almost playoffs. 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 It's almost playoff playoffs. season. So let's discuss our. Predictions for the playoffs. Ooh, sounds fun. There's a lot to say. So I mean, despite let, let's well rather let's keep in mind what we spoke about last episode. You know, because we don't want to like as we playing spades, reneging. You know, reneging rather on our uh, hand. So we got to keep everything we said in mind. <laughs> People are like, but wait, this is what you said last episode. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to say Patriots are definitely in the playoffs. Yep. Uh, the stat is saying they have a 99% chance of making it into the playoffs uh, straight away. Don't need to play for the wild card. But obviously, the number one in the AFC. You know what I'm saying? Right. Once again, anything can happen. They get completely collapsed after the bye week. <laughs> but I don't see that happening, though. Right. So I'm also going to add to that list. Clearly, Buffalo Bills are going to make it into the playoffs. Um. And I think honestly, both the Patriots and the and or the Bills will make it to the AFC Championship. I I actually agree with that one because I don't I honestly don't think anybody else is going to um is go, is going to come up against them. Um, now I think everybody in the AFC like might be gunning for them because they're they're neck and neck. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I would I would say this. Uh, worst case, worst case scenario, I say um, the Pats or the Bills make it to the AFC Championship. But the thing is, like you know, we got we got to see how each each of them play in the playoffs. Yeah. Okay. Because again, um, we can we can say we can say some stuff now until you know playoffs start start. It's like oh crap! Like you know that they definitely changed my mind like last year. Like I wasn't, I wasn't expecting Tampa to actually um, win the Super uh, win the Super Bowl. Actually, sorry, I wasn't expecting Tampa to actually make it to the um, postseason, let alone winning the whole thing. All thing. Yeah, me neither. So I say, you know, it is it is a safe bet for them to actually come out and play and actually make it to the playoffs. 
or make it to the AFC Championship. But again, that's just a bold prediction, and we'll have to see what actually happens. Hmm. Now, with the, mm, Kermit the Frog, a.k.a. Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> are 8-4. and four. I, They're going to make it to the playoffs, clearly. But right. I remember what we spoke about last week. They may struggle in the playoffs, even with a better defense, uh, you know, and the O-line is, they tighten it up a little bit, but so he's getting sacked less, but still, you know, remember happened in the Super Bowl last year. Right. No, yeah, because they, they were they were pounding Mahomes the whole game. It's like yep. he couldn't even breathe, let alone try to throw the football. And he lost so many yards because he was constantly running away from people. So right. that is my concern with the Chiefs. Is that they're gonna fall apart in the playoffs? I am I am actually in agreement with that. Um so if uh, if they actually do if they actually do um uh, make it to the postseason, they still have to they still have to tighten everything up. And they definitely don't want to have a repeat of what happened last year. No, not at all. Now, what about the Chargers? I mean, they're nipping on the heels of the Chiefs uh, in their division. They're seven and five right now to the Chiefs eight and four. They have a really good team, offense and defense. I'd even say, despite record, they're better than the Chiefs. I think so too. Um, but again, like I said, we got to see how um, we got to see how they actually do comes to playoffs because. They got they got a rookie. They technically have like a second year quarterback who actually hasn't had much in the way of playing time. Hmm. Um, so we'll, we'll we'll see how he does comes uh, comes to playoffs. Okay, I know for a lot of folks they also got the eyes on the Titans. Um, it's funny I was watching uh, a local Boston uh, radio broadcast. It was on NBC Sports Boston. And yep. they were saying, uh, it was just one guy. He was like, the Tennessee Titans are a tier two team. I'm like, but, but they're kind of eight and four. I'm just saying. <laughs> they're no scrubs. Right. I, I would at least say they're the bottom part of tier one. Clearly. That, I, go ahead. I'm sorry. Finish, 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 no, I'm finish, saying, finish. They're going to make the playoffs. Um, I give them to at least round two. I sort of understand where that I think that that guy was coming from. It's because I think their whole identity is based off of Derrick Henry, okay. And since King Henry is out, their whole identity is just, oh yeah, who do we go to now since Derrick Henry is now hurt for the rest of the season? Mm-hmm. And they so, kind of built the offense around giving the ball to him. Yeah. So, like you said, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how they do until. Uh, um, and so, uh, yeah, we'll see how they do. How about those Ravens, man? So, oh man, once again, they're a problematic team. They're eight and four, but as we said many times this season of the show and the, and and of the NFL, records don't mean anything <laughs> this football year. You know? Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Because, like it's like I said before, and people who are Ravens fans are probably going to be mad at me. Um, for me saying this is like, listen, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Lamar Jackson has Peyton Manning syndrome. Great in the postseason, but then sucks when it comes to the big games. Yep. Okay? Yep. 
Uh, because he he he, he uh, by himself couldn't really win a playoff game until I think was it last year when he went to like their version of the second round and yep. then again lost again. Okay. And um don't get me wrong, it's like yes, this is my entertainment, and I get it. But if you go if you're gonna be in if you're gonna be any kind of superstar and your whole point is to win a chip and, and your whole point is to win a championship. Um, you're gonna get scrutinized for a lot of different things, okay? And Lamar Jackson is no exception to it. Um, he just obviously he has some troubles trying to win big games because the same thing happened with Peyton Manning. Even when he was in college, Peyton Manning really didn't know how to deal with Peyton Manning didn't know how to deal with um the big game, okay? And so that's what that's what I'm saying, Lamar Jackson. I think he needs to learn to stop running so much and actually learn how to pass the ball. Although he has gotten a lot better, um, he has actually gotten a lot better doing uh, being a better passer. I agree, because at the start of the season, he was breaking so many records for being a quarterback who was running and passing, but he right. couldn't keep that up, though. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if you saw their game against the Steelers this past Sunday, but they lost by one point. Oh, yeah, because yeah, I think you were at my house when, you, when we saw it. Yeah, because yeah. um, instead, instead of going for one to try to tie it. Now, again, I understand what uh, what John was trying to do. The problem is, um, <laughs> the problem was they were being too, uh, like Mike Thomas said, they were aggressively predictable. Okay. So I think I think what it is is that you know they they have to learn how to take the time and learn and actually learn how to just go for one and then move forward from there. So unless unless if um he saw something that we didn't see, I don't think John was actually going. I don't think John was actually going to um um play for let's go play for overtime, which I understand. But at the same time, look at what happened. They tried to be aggressive, and they lost by a point. Hey, sometimes you just got to kick the extra point, going overtime. They still have a good defense. Oh, yeah. They, saying? Baltimore's always got a good defense. That's thinking, like, let's say on the coin toss, it went to the Steelers first. You have a good defense. The Steelers aren't trash, but they're the Steelers. <laughs> you get the <laughs> ball back at the three and out, and if Lamar can do a good job of balancing, passing the ball, running it, and running it when he needs to. They could have scored and won the game in overtime. Right. But it is what it is. Bing bong. So. They didn't ask us, but again, we're not head coaches. <laughs> no, not at all. You know, then you have, the, I mean, the thing with the AFC North, right? You still have the Bengals and you have the Steelers and the Browns. That's a crazy, once again, it's a crazy thing with this season. Any of those three, and any team in the AFC North, technically, statistically, can still make it to the playoffs by the end of the season. Because this is right. week 14, you still got games 15, 16, 17, then there's the 18th game, just by the way things play out uh, with this new 17-week season and the bye weeks. You know right. what I'm saying? So, our predictions might be boo-boo <laughs> by the time right, 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 we right, get right. to January. You know what I'm saying? Um, so AFC North has a strong potential of all four teams, I would even say, making it, making it in. You know, 
but that's but if that's the case, my prediction is Patriots, Bills, Chiefs, Chargers are the other four teams. Right. And so. it, and what it, it wouldn't surprise me that if both the Bills and the Patriots actually uh um um make it to the playoffs, and this might unless uh, like you're depending on seeding, it it might actually be the Patriots versus Bills in the AFC Championship, depending on how depending on how the playoffs um roll. I mean, but again, that's just my that's just my that's just my bold prediction. If I can guess on the NFL and them booking things, they'll try to maybe switch it up so that somehow the Patriots and the Chiefs play <laughs> in the AFC Championship. It's like that statistically right. didn't work. So you didn't see anything. It's like, uh huh. Is that the money I hear counting? <laughs> right. Like, hey, hey, hold on, hold on. Shh, shh. I think I just heard some bills just being flipped. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Moving over into the NFC, the Cowboys, despite their not playing as well the past two or three games, are still a playoff contender right now, being eight and four in the NFC East, the former NFC least. Um Heck, even the Washington football team at six and six can still statistically make it into the playoffs because they're just at five hundred. Right. Yeah. Which is actually scary. Because I mean, they don't suck per se. Um, they they have a lot of things to work out. Of course they do. And, and I'm actually, I'm actually, and the funny thing is, I'm actually okay if Washington actually takes um. If Washington actually um beats everybody out in the AFC, oh sorry, in the NFC East. Yep. And they just beat the Raiders by two points on this past Sunday in a crazy win, similar to the Ravens Steelers game. Uh, right. So they just snuck in that win. But funny enough, they play against the Cowboys this Sunday, and then against the Eagles, and then again against the Cowboys. I don't know who booked the schedules this year it was like a really fam so like really dog really they're what you're doing and then they played the giants in their last game so uh they're playing against divisional rivals back to back so that's interesting for the cowboys because they're facing washington twice and washington playing dallas so right similar to this past Monday night's game, that's going to cause a shift in the NFC East, not in the NFC as a whole. No, because Washington's nowhere like <laughs> number one in the NFC. That's still a tie between Green Bay and the Cardinals. You know, what right? I'm saying? But then looking at the overall NFC, they're just there with San Fran, who's also just at five hundred. Right. So, I mean, we can just say it now, and I don't know if you would agree or disagree, but Green Bay, Tampa, and Arizona, they're already going into the playoffs. Yes, unless, unless something actually weird happens, yes, I do agree with that. Because, I mean, statistically, then the Cowboys are just after them and the Rams. Those are the top five teams right there to go into the playoffs for the NFC. Right. Now, <laughs> we do have some bottom-of-the-barrel teams that can still make it in. Imagine if the Eagles somehow sneak in and get a few wins these next few weeks. Oh, my gosh. That would, that would definitely change up the dynamics of the NFC East. Oh, yeah. 
So imagine- which means that let's just, let's just say that they let's just say that the um that the Eagles make it in. What does that mean for you know how everybody else is going to play out? Hmm. Okay. Um, that means that I think da- I think I think Dallas will have to figure out a way to at least play a lot harder somehow. Hmm. So we'll, we'll we'll see it. We'll see how everything plays out. And what do you think of Green Bay though? Like Rodgers has been in the news way too much. For off-field stuff, <laughs> this season. I'm done. I'm honestly done with this dude. Now like, it's okay. now it's his toe. <laughs> right. Okay. So I'm 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 actually mad at both Rogers in the league, and here's why. So Rogers gets like a quote-unquote like fake. Not I would say fake. He get he gets like an alternative vaccine. Okay. And he says, oh, yeah, you know, I got a vaccine, but it's not like the quote-unquote, like, the vaccine that the league wanted, okay? It's like, okay, cool. It's like, you know, um, um, he didn't mention to the league, oh, I got a different, I got a different vaccination. So it's like, okay, cool, yeah, and he got tested for, um, so he gets tested to do, uh, uh, he gets tested, so, oh, yeah, you didn't take the vaccine. And now all of a sudden, like you know, he 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 gets a slap on the wrist. First, for, Antonio for, Brown got to spend for what, two, three games. Right for three games, but here's but here's the difference. Um um um, I'm not saying what what Antonio Antonio Brown was did was right. Oh, just so the people but, know, he lied about. Yeah, he uh, lied about getting he, the he, jab he, and had fake papers. That's like, come on, dude. Yeah, it's like no, that that's a federal offense. Yeah, like like my dude, like come on. Be smarter than that. If, even if, even if you don't technically agree with taking a vaccine, you know at least at least be up for saying I don't I don't want to uh, I don't want to take the vaccine or whatever his stance may be. Um, you know don't don't fake getting a vaccine um, because you, you're afraid of uh, you're afraid of not playing. Then you might as well just sit out until you, until whatever your political stance may be. And again. That's just my personal opinion. That's uh, that's just my personal opinion. Okay, um, everybody has their own stance on it, um, and we're not we're not going to talk about my shit because again, it's again just my opinion. Um, if you're going to do all that, you know, just just take the vaccine, so that way you're you're not you don't have to go through this controversy, being suspended and not be, and, and be suspended without pay. Pretty much. Okay, you know, and the about to say the Patriots, Tampa Bay Buccaneers need him um, for what he produces on the field. Oh, absolutely! I mean, as as much as much as like you know, I'm, I might think one way about him. Um, he's still one. Uh, he's still a great player. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know, all of this literally could have been avoided if one he paid his his private butler, not his private butler, his private chef. And that way, and then, and then, like I said, you know, actually take some level of vaccine, even if it wasn't like you know the quote unquote standard that the NFL wanted you to take. At least take an alternative one. So that we say you have, um, hey, you've taken it, okay. So, like I said, all of this literally could have been avoided with them. I mean, that begs so many questions. Like, where do you get the papers from? They must have right. been authentic. For the NFL to just be like, okay, whatever. And the and the funny and the funny thing is, 
technically what he did was actually extremely illegal. He could yeah. he could be thrown in jail. Yeah. So that's I mean, I don't wish that anyone, but it still could be a possibility, you know, beyond three game suspension, because he still has the other uh civil case going on right now, you know, saying I'm not surprised. So nonetheless, I don't think that will affect Tampa, you know, from doing well in the playoffs. I mean, no. my my prediction for the NFC championship game. I'm going to say it's either going to be a rematch of last year between the Buccaneers oh, and the Buccaneers. Yep. Or it's going to be one of those two teams in Arizona. Though, I'll be honest, I'm not counting out the Rams. You know what I'm saying? The Rams are a good team. Um, but that's my prediction right now. What would that's, you say? Okay. Um, well, so unless if I see anything different, I do see a rematch of Tampa and Green Bay. Um, like I say, unless something happens, um, um, I do. I do think that uh, uh, that Green Bay is a good team. Uh, Tampa's uh, Tampa's good. Green Bay's actually on the tear. Um, I will say this: um, unless if unless if um. um Arizona sh- uh, shows me otherwise. Yeah, I think uh, I think that it would be a I think it would be um, Green Bay and Temple. Yeah, it's like we agreed. Get to see what happens. Because the thing with Arizona, right? Good team. Kyler Murray's off for a couple of weeks with nagging, with nagging Injury. issues, uh, yep. injuries, and he was so so in this past Sunday's game. So a lot of people counting him out. Right. But I'm mean, like, folks always do that. It's like it's one game. He just came back. You know, let's see how he does the rest of the season. You know, right. I'm, not, I'm not counting him out. You know, he's still a talented player, not a scrub. You know, he does his thing. So, moving right. on into more NFL stories. Well, last story for the show. Tom Brady was named Sports Illustrated's 2021 Sports Person of the Year. A few quotables. Brady is likely to become the NFL all-time leader in completions versus the Bills. Uh, actually, no, these are other stories. I'm sorry. Scratch that. Scratch that from the list. But <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> I'll edit that out later. Uh, Brady pretty much at the age of 44 has had more accolades and awards and tributes versus any other quarterback in the 100 years of the NFL, well, 101 seasons of the NFL and this is Tom Brady's 22nd season out of the 101 in the NFL overall um he has what seven championships correct yeah seven championships been to 10 super bowls and for anybody that actually gets to 10 is astonishing yeah so if he actually okay. gets number 11 this year that says something right so our favorite Brady apologist, Fonz, a.k.a. Fonz Adamus, a.k.a. TV Tells Lawyer, is not on today's episode. But I know he would be happy with this news. <laughs> You're like, see, I told you. <laughs> no, no, no. That, I, I'll put it like this with the boys. Like, he looked at stuff like that. It's like, we're, we're like, okay, cool. What else you got? <laughs> exactly. You know, I mean, in general, congrats. You know, yeah, of no, course. no hate. Um, no hate towards 
it's Sports Illustrated's personal choice out of many athletes that could have been chosen across the board, uh, the spectrum of all sports. So congrats right. to Brady on that. You know what I'm saying? I would just add, I don't think he's having like that kind of season where it's like, wow, amazing. But it's probably because he won the Super Bowl of the prior season. That's I think that's the only reason why, I think you're right. I think that's the only reason why um people are putting are, are people are making a big to do about it. It's like that's the only reason why because like he won the Super Bowl, he's, do, he's doing like this as like an old man, at least by the NFL standards, he's an old man. Um he's like he, he's doing that, he's doing that at a high level. I'm like, okay, cool. What else you got? Pretty much. You know, I'm I'm and again, this is just this is just my personal opinion. And a lot of people and a lot of people might and a lot of people might say, um, um might disagree with me on this one because I honestly thought that he should have retired after the Atlanta Super Bowl. Okay. Um, but again, I know a lot of people will disagree or might be upset at me with it. But I'm like, I said what I said. I said <laughs> I, not, what I said. <laughs> and I and I ain't sorry for saying it. Okay. <laughs> now speaking of retirement, how much longer do you think he'll go? How much more do you think he adds in the tank? I oh yeah, I think he he could go for a lot longer, but Given how faster, how strong, like how faster the game's getting, how stronger these kids are getting, I honestly don't know because he honestly can say he could play till he's fifty. I'm like, dude, I, I don't know. Like, it, like uh, my uh, my pastor always says, Brady's one good one good hit away from somebody ending his career because he's thinking he could play one more season where he should, like I said, he should have ended it after the Atlanta Super Bowl. He's okay. done that Drew Bledsoe thing. When Bledsoe no, still no, came back Bledsoe to play, the Bledsoe came back to play. But remember, he was taken out for the rest of that last Patriots season he played. Yeah, because he got because he got hit. You know, he didn't he didn't leave the NFL. He no, just no, no. I say he wasn't able to play the rest of the of the Patriots season. That yeah, year, right, 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 right. You know, right now. Now you're saying that was the case with Favre though that he got a career ending. Tackle, yeah, right, because that was during the, uh, the NFC Championship against the Vikings. Because again, Favre was what forty-four years old uh, when when he uh, when he when he actually was playing. So he he was like, you know, I'm gonna play till like you know, I want to play forever. Um, and then and then um, bounced around a couple, uh, bounced around to a couple teams, took the uh, took the Vikings to the NFC Championship uh, against the um, New Orleans Saints. And then somebody hit him wrong, and he got he had to end his career because again, um, he got ta- somebody tackled him hard. And again, you're talking about a 44 year old man still thinking he's 20 something years old running around. Okay, just because you're an all time great quarterback, you never go, oh, I'm I'm just gonna tap you, Mister Favre. I'm just gonna tap you, Mister Brady. No, it's like listen, you're playing a you're playing a full contact sport. You're expected to get hit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, and 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 I'm and I'm sorry. And I'm sorry. Everybody trying to put on kid gloves with with Brady. I'm like, he's playing a grown man sport. If you're gonna hit him, hit him. Okay. Yeah. They just take so him I, down. I, I'm like, <laughs> right. It's like, listen, listen. I'm sorry. And I understand there's certain rules that are in place, and some of them I agree with. Now, 
roughing the passer, I'm I'm actually okay with it. Fifty percent of the time, the other fifty percent is when, like you know, I remember when when Brady was still with the Pats. It was the AFC Championship against Mahomes when uh, when they went up against uh, uh, AFC Championship against Mahomes, and they're going into overtime, and one of the defensive linemen, um. Literally tapped Tom Brady on the shoulder, and and said, and the referees called it roughing the passer, and then everybody in the house, I think including you, was like, "How is that roughing the passer when all he did was just tap him on the shoulder?" Okay, that's the other fifty percent that, that that doesn't make any sense to me. So, like, I'm sorry, you can't put kid gloves on a grown man's sport on certain quarterbacks. No. Either you're either either you're gonna call it for everybody or don't call it at all. Okay, I agree. and I agree. and and if yeah, I'm sorry. And if you are gonna call it, be on the be on the even ground. Like you can't just call for like the. And I'm sorry for for saying this for the elite white quarterbacks like a like a Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. Call it for everybody. Well, it's this has been discussed in the open many a time, so <laughs> it's an ongoing conversation. You know, what I'm right. Saying? So, well, speaking of veterans, let's talk about the Los Angeles Lakers, uh, who just won against the Celtics. Uh, I won't say in impressive fashion, but a win is a win. But nonetheless, they're not playing like many fans would like them uh, to. Right what was okay. that? Yeah, the the, fan, the 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 Lakers aren't playing like the way they're expecting them to play. Exactly. Um. Now, once again, we're only just below 30 games at this point at the time of this recording in the NBA. So there's a whole lot more season to go up to 82 games. So, right. like, we're not even halfway through the season yet. We're not even no. at the all-star point yet, you know, in February. So for certain analysts we won't name to think they stink and think they are garbage and think they are not going to go anywhere. Garbage never see you. Never. Right. You know? And some of those same analysts think the Golden State Warriors are going to go all the way to the NBA championships. People probably know what I'm talking about by now. But nonetheless, yeah. it's still early in the season. You know? Are the Lakers good right now? No. No, they suck right now. <laughs> yes. yes, they do. So, but the fact that the trade deadline is like, what, March next year? Something like yeah. that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. They can make moves. My one issue with the Lakers, what they did in terms of moves this offseason, they've been doing this the past two seasons, ever since they, three seasons, in fact, before they acquired, just before they acquired LeBron, and every single year they've had LeBron, they've always shifted the the roster. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like you can't build a team around one guy. You gotta build a team, right? Now, now it, it 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 might it might it actually might take like um an all star to actually get other people to pl- to come in and play, but it takes a team to actually play like a team. Okay, that, that's so not have right now, right? So it's like so it's like yeah, all they have is a bunch of uh, a bunch of aging all stars playing together. That's okay. nice way to put it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I know that's a nice way to put it because think about it. Look, both LeBron and Carmelo are 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 in their they're technically slightly older than me. They're okay. late thirties. They're like 13, 36 and thirty eight each. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're they're a couple of years older than me. 
Right. So they're a few years older than me, um, which means they're, they're in their mid-30s, which in basketball years, that's like 102, <laughs> okay? Um, one. The other thing is, just like, just because you 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 are uh, uh, um, a bunch of aging stars doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to actually do well. Like let, let's look at the ni- the 1998 Houston Rockets. Okay, what they did was they had they had an aging um an aging um Charles Barkley. They had an aging um who was this, uh, uh, oh Akeem okay. Olajuwon. Yeah, but Akeem Olajuwon, and and they and a lot of people don't remember this. But they also acquired Scottie Pippen. Oh, that okay. guy! <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what they did? So what they did is they thought that they thought that they were going to bring in um, talent from like a bunch of old aging stars, thinking like, okay, cool, I, I'm going, I'm going, uh, I'm going to at least bring at least two players, at least one, at least two championships, and then thinking like, oh yeah, we can at least be able to win a championship. That didn't work. So what, uh, because what happened is that a lot of people don't recognize this. Charles Barkley and Scottie Pippen did not play well together, and they only it, lasted one season. It was garbage. I remember that. I was in yeah. high school, but I remember that though. Yeah, it's like Garbicio. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was, and I'm calling it. It was Garbicio. Okay, <laughs> it was garbage. Straight dumpster <laughs> fire. <laughs> Party. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> okay, and so and so that that was probably number one because they're thinking that you know a bunch of aging superstars. Are going to work well together because you got the mindset of let's get together, let's work together and try to win a uh, championship. Didn't work, okay. Um, and, and and again, I'll even do you. I'll even do you on um, one that was actually even that was even um, closer to what a lot of people may remember. This was back in two thousand and four, okay, with the Lakers because the Lakers had 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 um, um, Shaquille O'Neal. Kobe Bryant, um, Carl Malone, and Gary Payton. I remember that lineup. Okay. Now, granted, yes, you you brought in Gary Payton, an aging Gary Payton, Payton, and an aging Carl Malone um, um, to try to tell it to try to come in and um, um, help a, a struggling Lakers team, a team that already had Kobe and Shaq. Who had won three finals in a row, and they went to their fourth straight, but they lost by uh, they lost to Detroit. Okay, <clears throat> another example of let's bring in old aging stars and to see if this works. Didn't work out either because again they got they got they got stopped by a bu- a bunch of like uh, let me not call them no names a, a bunch of blue collar work at the guys. To stop, uh, to stop a, a shining, uh, a shining star, which was the Lakers yeah. at the time. I mean, what you okay. add with that Lakers team, the issues that Kobe and Shaq were having on and off the court. They, were, I think, I think, like, I think the issues that Kobe and Shaq were having was separate from what the Lakers were doing because I think everybody was trying to try to fill in the void of what was going on with Kobe and Shaq. Nobody can really fix that dynamic because what happened was Shaq and Kobe were both alpha males trying to at least lead a pact, uh, try to lead a pact. And I think it's kind of hard to at least have two alpha males running a, a, a well-oiled machine. Okay. I know I'm mixing my metaphors here, but it's like, I don't think anybody could, I don't think anybody could, could have fixed 
that team unless if Shaq and Kobe dealt with who is the actual leader of the team. And until, until one of them actually, like, you know, gave way, that team wasn't going anywhere. What took Shaq leaving? Yeah, it, yeah, it took it took Shaq leaving before the team uh, before the team almost righted itself. Almost. They won in 09. Yeah, they won it. They, no, they won in 09. Because they because actually, cause, yeah, they won twice. Because they, they they beat the Celtics. Yeah, no, no, they beat the Celtics. That was their last championship. But they also beat just before oh, just before they beat um the, their last championship. They beat um um Orlando. Oh yeah, that's when the yeah, last so, Orlando was good. Yes, when they when that was back when Dwight Howard was actually halfway decent. <laughs> but he's okay now. But I think he's on his way out from the league. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's, a, he's an he's an aging center. Uh, but th- that that's beside the point. That's beside the point. So it it t- it took it took Shaq leaving. In order for them, in order, in order for Kobe to at least win one more championship uh, than Shaq did. Okay, because Shaq has four, but Kobe has five, and he won three together. That's true. Right. Let us look at the ages of the of the Lakers. Um, and some of them do not have Megan the Stallion knees. The knees are gonna give out eventually. So <laughs> And even Megan the Stallion knees are gonna give out eventually. <laughs> True. So yeah, Russ, Russell Westbrook was 33. Trevor Reza, who's 36. Wayne Ellington was 34. Ray John Rondo was 35. LeBron James is 36. Carmelo Anthony is 37. Then you have DeAndre Jordan who's 33. Um, Dwight Howard is 36. Um, then you have Kent Bazemore, who is 32. So the younger guys, about 33, 34 and younger. All right, cool. The dude's like 35 and up in basketball years. Y'all old. That's that's 102 in basketball years. <laughs> For real. It's like y'all the T-Rexes of the league right now. So it's like, and it, I mean, let's just talk about it. Like Rajon Rondo, amazing player. Remember when we had him here? On the Celtics, yeah. but then he right. got full of himself. That's when it was a lot of issues. That's when the issue started with him. He started bouncing from team to team. That's his fault. Same with Dwight Howard's ego. You know, saying he's not bad, but ego can kill everything. Brian comes before the fall. Right. Carmelo Anthony has matured. You know, saying I kind of wish he stayed with the Blazers. The Blazers needed him, but LeBron is his boy. You get a call to play with a historic team like the Lakers. Don't blame right. them. You know what I'm right. saying? Um, you go on and on. But not even just the old dudes. Anthony Davis has been struggling this season. Right. You know? Right. So, you can't just blame the older guys. It's also, you know, someone like Anthony Davis, the brow, who's supposed to be like, you know, the next guy because LeBron probably has what another season two maybe right maybe and, that, and that's on and that's not a good that's actually him actually playing every single game he's like he might have actually one maybe two more seasons left in the tank but they rest him more and more if you notice right he doesn't, he doesn't play the same amount of minutes you know what I'm saying? he can't because he can't because there's no way there's no way that is was well how old is he 36 30 yeah yeah, there's no way on God's green earth that LeBron James is going to play that same amount of minutes he did 10 years ago. 
in every single game. True. Because 10, year, 10 years ago, LeBron was a problem. Okay? Let's call it what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's no way that there's no way that he can keep up those same minutes to, with the same intensity. This is season number 18 for him, right? Yes. And looking at his stats, so he's still averaging about 26 points per game, just averaging it up about um, 6.6 attempts per goal and about um, 5.5 rebounds per game. Um, So, you know, and he had, I think he had a triple double or two already this season, you know. Yeah. So as Russell Westbrook, you know. Um, so they're putting up numbers. It's just not consistent. You know, so yeah. like the homie Jay Cross, I would love for him to be on the show. He can add so much more to this because he's a Lakers fan and a right. huge LeBron fan. And I've seen his frustration. I can only imagine other Lakers fans, or even LeBron fans, frustration right now. But like we said at the top of this story, it's still early in the season. Even the Celtics. We ain't going to talk about it right now because they can be mad sometimes. So I feel the Lakers fans, as the Celtics fan, they themselves inconsistent. But it's only, right. to, as of tonight's recording, it's game 25 for most teams. It's early in the season. You know what I'm saying? Um, so we'll see. There's a right. lot more basketball to be played. And honestly, I will agree with Stephen A. If you haven't figured out, he was talking about earlier. Golden State is the best-looking team right now. Right. For right now, yes. For right now. Because, I mean, Clay starts to come back next year. He's going to be a rust bucket. He ain't, after two seasons, he ain't going to be killing it right away. Um, there's no. another guy who's coming back after an injury from last season from Go- for Golden State. Uh, I mean, Curry's a top player even outside of the game, once again, after being out last year. Even just recently, he had that video where he shot a ball from the stands. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I was like, "Wow, <laughs> that was crazy!" From the stands, just a little bit out, a little bit behind the half court line. Yeah, that was nuts. Once again, he's a living cheat code. So <laughs> he really is. He's just like, "Oh yeah, it's like, it's like I'm just gonna." Uh, it's like God's making a living cheat code in, in basketball. Let's make Steph Curry. Oh, what? <laughs> Pretty much, you know, what I'm saying. So, all right. So, last story of the show. This is interesting. Uh, there are a list of countries who are um, having diplomatic boycotts of the Winter Olympics this upcoming February in Beijing. So, there's five countries: they have Canada, the United States, United Kingdom. Oh, that's three countries. Australia and Lithuania. So the main reason is different for each of them. For Canada, for example, this is a quote Prime Minister Timothy Trudeau. He says, we are extremely concerned by the repeated human rights violations by the Chinese government, end quote. Um, And this is in regards to the Chinese human rights abuses against the Uyghur community, minority. in the Xinjiang province. And this has been going on for quite some time, but it has gotten to the point where it is being reported many deaths. Some are calling it a genocide of these people. Um, we're not going to get into that. That's a different podcast, but it's a sad thing. And I pray for justice and 
just restoration within this situation. So mm -hmm. with it being a diplomatic um, boycott, that doesn't mean that the players are are not going to play. The players will be allowed to compete in their respective sports. You know what I'm saying? Um, at least the moves made by Canada, U.S., Britain, the U.S., Britain, and Australia. Now, in terms of the U.K. and Lithuania, not Did sure. Did you say Britain? Yeah. So, right. Brit Britain <laughs> is good, but it's the rest of the U.K. Not sure about them. And also Lithuania. Gotcha. So, because um, I was just gonna say because I know I know that I know that Britain is in the UK, uh, and they're I think the only ones that might be able to send people. Because uh, I know part of the UK I think is um is um Scotland and Ireland. I Ireland. Yeah, okay. you let it. I think that's Scottish. <laughs> but but anyways, do you know if um of Scotland and Ireland are gonna be sending people? With the information that's before me, I don't see anything about them actually being able or sending athletes. So okay. that's the thing. Like, um, they're diplomatic uh, boycotts, but they each are being handled differently. And like I said, may and look like it's for different reasons. I'm not seeing statements from all of them saying that it's because of the mistreatment of these people in gotcha. the Xinjiang province of China. You know. so that you say that that's what um that's what um that's what Canada, Canada said. Gotcha. Yeah, you know, saying so for the U.S. could be other reasons. You know, so I don't know. It's an interesting story. It is a developing story. Like I know I heard about it briefly on yesterday about the U.S., but then I was like, let me do more research for for the show. I'm like, oh wow. <laughs> so now it's a good number of countries, but like I said, there's still more information that that needs to come out as to well why you know what I'm saying um that's just interesting to me uh it won't affect China's bottom line Let's keep it 100 of, of course not <laughs> business wise they're starting to make even more moves another podcast um but yeah so nonetheless with the winter olympics in itself i'm not too excited about it say like i wasn't too excited about the summer olympics you uh, there was a lot of issues. I'm like, I, I wasn't a big fan of watching the uh, Winter Olympics, and I barely keep up with the Summer Olympics as is because there's a lot to try to watch. So I, I don't know. So I have, I have no say. I honestly didn't even know that there was a lot of people um having issues with China. So this is actually news to me. So I don't. I don't know what to say, and uh, I don't know what to say about this topic until I probably do some more research myself. Exactly. I mean, the Winter Olympics, the only person right now I'm really rooting for is Lolo Jones to win a medal in bobsledding. I think she said this is her last uh, Olympics of any kind. So, and down goes Red's phone. One, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight. Sorry. And the phone is back up. You good to go back into the match. You good to go back into the match. <laughs> yeah. You can yeah, no, your face. Gloves are good. The nice and tight. All right. So yeah. So you said, I'm going for Lolo Jones to actually win. You know, her and her team, the bobsled team. Other than that, you know, eh, 
you know what I'm saying? Like, I watch highlights, but I'm not going to intentionally, personally watch the Winter Olympics. I'm just going to Gotcha. Say. Yeah. Gotcha. So, just there. So, but nonetheless, <laughs> congrats to all the athletes and the teams that are competing worldwide. Do your thing. Represent your country and represent them well. Represent your sport well. Do your thing. You know what I'm saying? All right. right we're, we're just two people. They're still going to get millions of viewers, regardless. Or at least in the hundreds right. of thousands. Right. So, we're going to be doing other things. I'll probably gaming or reading a book or listening to music. Most likely. <laughs> Though I probably, I probably will watch Lolo Jones when she's competing. I have mad respect for her and her story. And her book is out. That's also on my list of books to read. So got too many books to read so yeah but yeah so i think that's it for this episode man unless you have any other comments or anything else you want to talk about nah I, i'm all tapped out all right so just like a ufc match we tapped out and this is triple it's your boy red it's been another episode of the all pro bro sports show peace behave yourselves <laughs> or Sam's gonna give you cold. <laughs>